At that time, the Lord said unto Joshua, Make these sharp knives and circumcise again the children of Israel the second time. And Joshua made him sharp knives and circumcised the children of Israel at the hill of the at the hill of the false kings. And this is the cause why Joshua did circumcise all the people that came out of Egypt that were males, even all the men of war died in the wilderness by the way after they came out of Egypt. Mubirebyo mukama nagamba yoswanti wekolero wambe owama yinja okomolena te abana ba Israeli omulondo gwokubiri yoswani yekolero wambe owama yinja nakomola nakomolera abana ba Israeli kulusozi olwebikuta ireno yensonga eyabakomoza yoswa abasajja bonna abava mu Misiri abalwanyi bonna nebafira mu dungu mukubo bibama lokuva mu Misiri you may be seated now all the men of war that left Egypt had died. And there were a bunch of children that were born in the wilderness. And they had not been circumcised. And they could not enter the promised land that way. They had to be circumcised also. But now when we talk about children, you may think that we are really kids. Some of them were 30 years. Others 35. Others 40. Because this was 40 years. Since they left Egypt. And imagine, here we have a church of uh, like a hundred people. But in every year we dedicate children. Because every year birth takes place. Now suppose our church had two million people. Every Sunday would be dedicating children. So this means the very day that Moses left Egypt. Women were giving birth. Even that very day. Before they reached the Red Sea. Human women were giving birth. Now those children. That were born in the journey. We are not circumcised. Amen. Amen. And at this point. This were all men. Forty, thirty, twenty. Amen. And they could not enter Canaan that way. Now, no Rachel. The men, the old men who had seen the call, the come out. They were dead. Amen. Amen. Those men who saw the great wonders of God in Egypt, they were all dead. Those who could say, You know, when Moses raised his hand, and then we saw fleas. And in our place, they were not there. And when he raised the hand at that time, the phrase is all over. And in wafe. nothing. When he raised the hand, it was hailstone. And in our place, it was not. When he put the the deep, the bit of his foot, his rod in the water. And the water turned blood all over. In our place, the water was turned 
When he raised his hand, and said, "Thus says the Lord," so many days and nights, he's going to be dark. And the darkness come all over. In our place, it was light. Until you could come at the border of the darkness and the light. And on the other side, you could even feel it. In our place, it was light. Those children, those people, were those who could say when Moses declared at night of death all over Egypt and he told us to slay a lamb close the door and eat the lamb in there with our shoes on our feet and with our loins guarded because that was the last night to stay in Egypt because there with that last plague Pharaoh was going to let us go those who could Testify the power of God. How it came and ripped the Red Sea. It made them march on a dry ground. And when Amis forces followed, they were drawn. Those people had such testimonies. They were not around. They were dead. And they were not dead because of all the age. But because of their ambulance. Because when God did all those wonders. He was teaching them a lesson. But they refused to accept. He was teaching them. I am your God. I care for you. I am all powerful. I can help you. I can fight all your enemies. I can give you victory. Don't look at the, the giant the size of the problem. Look at me. The way I divide the Red Sea is the way I can do also. And you know the miracle. They refuse to to believe God they did not understand him they did not understand his lesson so God destroyed all of them in the wilderness and at this moment they were all dead apart from Joshua and Caleb only those two Amen. and the rest of the people at this time I don't know how many millions you know we talk about two and a half millions two and a half millions left Egypt but how many millions entered cross Jordan they are not mentioned. Maybe there were 7 million because in 40 years how many children were born? Maybe each family had birthed 10 children. In 40 years you are able to produce 10 children maybe 2 millions now they had 2 times 10 20 million then minus 2 and a half 18 maybe there are also some who died in the wilderness and the spirit Maybe like 15 million. We are crossing <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. And those were uncircumcised people. One. 
Isn't it great to know that those people had a promise? These people who missed to see the wonders of God when God was delivering them still these people they had a promise to see the power of God ahead. They saw they had a promise to enter something that even their fathers left being anxious to see but they were not able to see they had a promise of seeing something that even Moses died anxious that he did not see he did not enter what do we learn by that? It means we young people born in the wilderness. We did not see the third pool. We did not see the first pool. pool but we have a promise that there is a land that we shall enter. That even those who did not see because what is our land? Our land is I will send you a light of the and he will restore the hearts of the children to their father. In other words, have a promise the restoration of Pentecost. You say, oh, it has already taken place. No, the word has been taken restored. Because the church itself was yet to form. It was only starting to come out of Egypt. But it was not fully formed. As I've said, two and a half million people about 15 million are going to enter. As you as you taking two and a half out, about fifteen will enter. About fifteen will enter. They are not yet even in existence. But they will be there. So also this message when it came. There is a time when Brother Branham said. Now I call you church. There is a time when he moved with the rest of the denomination. And everybody was a brother. And he was preaching a lot of people. And it didn't matter. Whether you're Catholic or Anglican or Baptist or whatever, it doesn't matter what you belong. But what matters is who you believe. That was the message. It doesn't matter what you believe. I mean, it doesn't matter what you are. Whether you're Methodist or not, it matters is who you believe. Jesus Christ is your Savior. My brother, he was preaching great brother. He was going to be a great brother. And then a message that was to take the church deeper. And at one time, at one moment, he said, now I call you Now it was church. Amen. Amen. But we had come out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, that church, that bride, was not that that was not all the bride. It was the bride beginning. 
Amen. Amen. Some of us were not even born. Many of all of us almost here. We are to be in that bride coming. And when we come, what do we find? We find stories and testimonies of what God did on the other side of the Red Sea. The mighty wonders, the mighty miracles. He did this and he did this and this thing. And it looks like all of it. As if we have missed it all. But the bride has her promise. Amen. Amen. There is a restoration of Pentecost. He will restore the hearts of the children to the fathers. What we are saying, what we are saying, that Jesus Christ is coming to find a church that is exactly in the state that he left it. Amen. Amen. It will be a restored church. It is preaching the same gospel. The way the apostles preach. They have the same doctrine. And they perform same miracles. And they have the same love. And they have the same anointing. And they have the same presence of God. And the same power of God. He is going to find such a church. But when the prophet of this age who was promised to restore the by the time he left, that church was not in the it was not the way it must be. Hey, I tell you even now, even now, we are moving into that promise. Amen. Amen. We are only moving there. Enter into that. And that is our promise. Amen. Amen. That is our promised land. Remember on Sunday, I read a quote where the prophet said. If I was called to be the pastor of this coming church, the coming church, this is how I would run it. If I was called to be its pastor, a coming there was a coming. This is how I would run. One, I would lead everybody to receive the Holy Spirit. Everybody has to receive the Holy Spirit. In that coming church. In this church, everybody must receive the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. Everyone you must receive the Holy Spirit. That is the church. The true church will always try to follow in the footsteps of the founders of Pentecost. The theme of the apostles was Holy Ghost. Have you received the Holy Ghost? Was the first question. Have you received when Paul was given to greet the church at Ephesus, they had been told about Jesus and they had been baptized. 
Amen. Amen. Though they were baptized, John is baptism. But they thought it was okay. But Apollos had taught them about Jesus Christ. And when Paul met them, there were about 12 people. And when he was given to speak, the words were, Have you received the Holy Ghost? Since you believe, yes, you are believers. I'm not discrediting your believing you are believers in Jesus Christ but since you believe have you received the Holy Ghost and these men were very honest and they said we have not had whether there be any Holy Ghost Amen. Amen. Then he knew if the Holy Ghost baptism has, been not, has not been taught to them, then it is possible that even their water baptism is faulty. Because there are two forms of baptism. What about this? In this one, they have not even had. Then it's possible even this one is a fault is Because you receive this one to, to make you a candidate for the other one. Then he asked unto Then were you baptized? Tell me about the other baptism. How did it go? John is baptized. Oh, okay. Then he told them the right way and then after that. He laid hands on them. Prayed for them to receive the Holy Ghost. Then the church started rolling. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now for you, if you ask the same question, have you received the Holy Ghost? What will you say? Huh? Let me ask you. Have you received the Holy Ghost? I've heard some say yes, another amen, and the rest are quiet. Now two that are quiet. Have you received the Holy Ghost? Why? The other ones had not had even whether there be any Holy Ghost. And they were justified. Because they didn't know. But how about you? How will you answer that? I mean, category, category. They had never heard of, of it. That's why they didn't have it. Now, what about you? Now, your answer, how would it say? How would you answer, Paul? That question you have to answer it. Shouldn't remain ah. hanging all the time. Just like that unanswered. Brother Branham says that on the judgment day, God will ask you why didn't you receive the Holy Ghost? Is it because you never heard of him that he was there? That is the message why. In the message why, you will be asked, why didn't you receive the Holy Spirit? Is it because you didn't know that there is, there is receiving of the Holy Spirit? No. Before Paul could go far, Paul Have you received the Holy Ghost? Since you believed, if it was Paul who was preaching today, he would answer him like saying yes. Raise up your hands. Yes. Saying yes. 
Oh, I have some bit of the church now. You the rest, you don't know. It's up to you. Uh, you are the one who knows why you are here. Uh, but it, since I have some bit of, of the church, because in Ephesus they were 12, raise up your hands. Do you see how it is? It is automatic. We are now in Ephesus. Now here, even we are 12. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You know in the message church here. In the message church, let us not deceive ourselves. We are not the same. I know they don't like this. We are not the same. There are people, there are churches where they teach and they are the majority. But once you believe the message, you have the Holy Ghost. Because you are a believer of the message. That is their teaching. That is their teaching. So those ones, we are not the same. Are we the same? Are we the same? The Holy Ghost baptism brings you into Christ. Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you are not baptized into Christ. In the message, God is only provided place of worship. He said, that place is the place where he put his name. And where he put his name is in Christ. And how do we enter in Christ? By the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So he said, he emphasized, without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you have never worshipped. Because there is only one provided place not two. That is in Christ. And you only enter into Christ by one way by receiving the Holy Ghost. That is the only way you enter in Christ. If you have never received the Holy Ghost, you are not in Christ. I don't know whether you are on, on, the, on the back of Christ or on the surface or on the right hand or on the left hand. I don't know. But as far as being in, forget you are not there. You are not in. 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 You are not in. You are not in. And those who die in Christ will God bring with them. When the rapture takes place, God will just come and get Christ. He's coming for Christ. He will take Christ. I don't know about And those who are in, they go with him. Sometimes we read this message and we don't understand. It. The message count down. Count down. Count down. He shows you a rocket. Is there. And then people enter, enter, enter. And when everything that has to be entered there, the door is closed. They are stoned at it. They are ready. And then there is a countdown. Now that 
Where we enter is Christ. Christo. When we are fully entered, then down and then Today, God is putting his people into Christ. 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 The reason why you are justified and you are sanctified is that you may enter Christ. Christ. And there is only one way to enter by one holy spirit. When you are baptized with the Holy Spirit, you enter in Christ. And then on that day, Christ will be taken. Because the church is the body of Christ. When the head comes on the body, then there is a going That's how it is today. Therefore, people are entering in Christ. It's not just a matter of getting uh, saved. Uh, no. When you get saved, it doesn't mean that you have entered in Christ. No, so. By that, it's like you have replied to Christ saying that you need him. You have decided to go with him. But for entering, you have not yet entered. The entering is another thing. Amen. In the message called the token, he said, Token. The token. In Egypt, when the death angel is about to pass, God told Moses. Every house to slaughter a lamb to apply the blood on the door lintels. When the angels see the blood, he will pass over them. He said today, God will not look on the blood, chemical, chemical, chemical blood, that literal chemical red blood, wherever you have painted it. I want to tell you, even if there is a certain miracle that has happened, that the blood of Jesus Christ, when it was written on the cross, someone went and tapped it, and preserved it for all this time and he brings a bottle to you and tells you you see this blood is it has been on earth for 2000 years it was tapped on the day Jesus was it is the little blood that came out of his veins and you apply it on your face or on your, on your body forever it cannot save you. Save you. When he sees that, the death angel will still attack you. Today the blood that saves is the life that came out of the blood. Life that came out of that blood is the Holy Ghost. Because every life of an animal is in the blood. That's why God forbids people to eat uh, uh, to eat the thing that are Because the life of an animal is in the blood. Now when the animal is slaughtered and the life is in when that life cannot come back on the worshiper. Amen. You chemical blood. But Jesus, because he was a human and he was a perfect his blood comes back upon you in your life. For that life that left in him comes back in you. When God looks at that life, he looks at you with 
and that uh, by that the uh, death angel passed over then without that blood without even the covenant is not valid even the covenant is annulled in other words if you refuse to apply the blood you could not tell you could not tell God that you made a covenant with our father Abraham that you will save us. No. It doesn't work. There is no covenant to tell him to tell him when you have not applied the blood. There is no covenant to recognize The covenant will, will work if the blood has been prepared. If you have obeyed and applied the blood, that's when you can talk of the covenant. When the spies went to spy Jericho, there is that lady, that harlot, who hid them? Rahab. And she told them, Your fear is upon everyone in the land. When we have how God fought for you to bring you out of Egypt, we've had how you opened the Red Sea for you, we've had all that. And when we had your courage, our hearts and we know for sure God will give you this place but please promise me that when you come and my family that we will not die they told her get and the scarlet Cloth. Put it in the window. Her house was against the walls. Put it there. But when we come, we shall see this. Then. On that day, you will bring every one of Everyone you want to to be safe. Your relatives, your mother, your father, your uncle, everybody you want to be Bring under the house. Put the scarlet. Because scarlet is red. It is a type of the blood. It's a type of redemption. They said, whoever we shall find outside of that house, his blood will not be upon us. And we shall not be bound by this hour. Covenant. Even if it is you, we have promised to to secure you. We are promised. But if we shall find you outside of the house, all of your people outside, we shall be bound by this promise. His blood will be upon him. And that is how it was. How can you believe? Therefore, for Rahab to hide the place, it was a good thing. It was granting to her an, a chance of escaping or of salvation. It was giving, it was enabling her to get a favor. It was making her be justified. But she had to do something extra. Amina. Amina. 
to make sure that she will be saved. She had to apply that sign and to enter that under the house with a sign. What did that mean? When you believe this message, you believe this truth, it justifies you and sets you aside from those who are to It sets you aside from those who are to be distracted. It gives you a certain favor. It gives you a justification. It brings you in a relationship with God. You remain not like other people who are still in Jericho. You touch Joshua's heart. You mean something to Joshua. He, he means to save you. He means to give you life. But you have to be under token. If you don't enter that covenant is an owl. In other words, if you don't receive the Holy Spirit, there's nothing that you can claim from God. There's nothing that you refer to. You will not refer at anything that you promised me no. And I got saved. What is it? If you got saved, it's true. It's good. But there was applying the, the token. Today, men preach when you get the message, you have got the Holy Ghost. They are liars. They are false preachers. They are uh, straying the church. It's only I don't have the, uh, the, my phone with me here. I would have showed you. Recently, there's a certain minister who sent me a message. Nairobi. Uh, they were in Nairobi. He told me. This morning, I attended the meetings of the Wadi people. But I got so much disgusted with that meeting. They, they are so much against the people who pray to receive the Holy Ghost. They are so much against it. Did you ever know that there are people who preach against people praying to get the Holy Ghost. There are people who are against it. They fight. They despise it. They fight. Say why? When you get the one. Get the Holy Ghost. Those are the things. It's Pentecost. It is wrong. They are misleading the church. They are misleading the church. They are misleading the bride. There, there is no word for what they are preaching. The prophet never preached that. Amen? Now, for you, you must receive the Holy Spirit. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit, when you're still in the wilderness, the prophet said, You are believing and to believe. You are believing and to believe. In other words, you haven't believed, but you are believing to acquire a belief, to be a believer. May you get enough faith to make you a believer. When you get the Holy Spirit, then you have strike that target. You have believed. You are a believer. 
He said, You don't have even a right to call yourself a Christian. You don't have even a right to say that you are a Christian. You don't have it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you don't have even a right to say you are a mulokole. Because you are not yet saved. Amen. Amen. Now, do you know if you died in the wilderness, you perished? Do you know that's the, the Bible doctrine? You know, the Pharisee, the, 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 the Jews, they, refer, they, they were bragging of how their fathers ate man in the wilderness. He said, yeah, him, them, yes. fathers man in the wilderness. And every one of them Dead. That dead there means they are separated from God. It meant they perished. To die in the wilderness meant to perish. You are lost. Amen. Amen. You are a you are a, you are you are the people of God. Katonda. He has called you out of Egypt. Baptize you through the Red Sea. And unto Moses. Musa. And under the cloud. Under the pillar But if you die in the wilderness, this side of Jordan. You perish. Do you see that all the types agree? They all agree to tell you that where you are, you are not safe. You should not brag. You should not feel contented. If you have not received the Holy Amen. Amen. Yes, it does not mean that God has not done anything on you. No. No, 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 no. He has done a lot. Amen. Amen. He has done a lot. Brought you out of Egypt. Given you taken you to He has manifested his wonders to you. He has done a lot so far. You are already a seed of Abraham. But if you don't put the token, that covenant does not work. He has already done a lot. Brought you from Egypt. But if you don't receive that token, if you don't cross Jordan and possess the land, you perish. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, no Rachel. He asked them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you were It was the theme of all the apostles. And it will be the theme of the church. It is the theme of the bride. The Holy Ghost. Before we talk on any other thing, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you were Praise be to God. Do you know? Mumani, you know, Mumani, that it is wrong. Chicham, you misunderstood salvation. Even to start looking around for who to marry. No, kutani koko kunonya gono wasa. 
Obana kufumbirwa. Obagono alakufumbirwa. Obagono kufumbirwa. Before you go to the Holy Ghost, it's wrong. You misunderstood the things of salvation. You should not even marry. You should not even marry. Before you receive the Holy Ghost, that is the dowry. Your bride price. The bride price. There's a certain young man who came wanting to marry Brother Branham's daughter. I will allow you. But you will never take her. Until you receive the Holy Ghost. That woman that you married you without the Holy Spirit if she was a daughter or a believer like Brother Branham you wouldn't have reached the wedding and up to today and you haven't received the Holy Ghost so wakola shortcut. Therefore you got a shortcut. But cheaters never win. You cheated the game. Gwabba. Watababba teba wangula. Kati gwe chakuyamba. What what helped you? Atete chakuyamba. What? what helped you to become married today and yet you have not yet received the Holy Ghost it's because you never married a daughter of a believer like brother brother you wouldn't have allowed it he would have told you quoting her it's fine but, but taking her you taking her taking her you have to receive the Holy Ghost. Fast. Yeah, wait a minute. You stand, put yourself in the in the Smith's You have seen the girl. You have loved her. You feel that she is the only one. But the only condition is first to receive the Holy Ghost. It means if you are the Smith, you would have been seeking the Holy Ghost before you take her. But cheaters never win. You cheated. But cheaters never win. Because there is a reason why you must get the Holy Ghost first. But you are not too late. You can go back. Don't go far. Brother, sister. Brother, sister. Without the Holy Spirit. Don't go far. What good will it For your purpose. Coming to the salvation. And you lose it. Praise be to God. Now, these people born in the wilderness, they had a promise into the promise. So, we people, we've been born in the wilderness. We did not come out of Egypt directly. We did not see Moses. That's what I mean. I don't mean that we, don't, we didn't come from Egypt. But we did not see Moses perform those miracles that started our deliverance. But yet, we have a moment. We have a great promise. We have a great moment that is promised to us. What is that? Entering Canaan. Entering the promised land. Entering into Pentecost. Pentecost. 
Praise be to God. Even those ones which they never saw. I hear Brother Branham. I hear him. There is a church coming. It's around the corner. I can almost stretch my hand. Amen. Amen. He said, that church. Amen. 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 Will be perfect in the promises of God. That it will be like Jesus Christ. That church. Can you see it? Even today. We are not seeing it. But we are entering in it. This is the time to enter it. Do you believe it's the time? It is now. I don't believe in pushing the There is not even a single reason why we should keep expecting some future. It is now to enter. That church. Oh, blessed be the name of God. Leave alone the, what people are saying. Leave alone what message believers, ministers, are saying and fightings and, and jealousies and, and everything and divisions that each one building his own kingdom. That is what matters today is how people are entering how they are entering into the bubbles how we are focused to enter there is what matters because we haven't we must be looking for it now you tell me a church the brother Branham said brother Branham Jagamba that there will be a church. He said he was longing for it. To see it. That you can see through the door. To the last door. And there is and Satan cannot hide anywhere. In another place he said Satan cannot hide. In another place he said sin cannot hide. Because Satan hiding there means cannot hide there. Anywhere. He said, if it tries to, the Holy Ghost will call it out. He said, not even an evil spirit in the church. And if there is anything which anybody has done something wrong, he will run very fast to the altar. Amen. Amen. Because if we don't, it's going to be called out all the same. There are sometimes we hear the gospel and we say, ah, the gospel is so tough. No. The toughness of the real issue, we have not even reached it. The message has its own standard. We are called to a certain standard. We are standard and we are saying the gospel is too hard. Whatever is a church. Imagine a church where every believer there's not even a wrong thought even if an evil thought if it comes the Holy Ghost will catch it out will uh, report it immediately therefore you run to the, uh, the altar to repent because you know the Holy Ghost is going to reveal what you did Amen
Kusande tuasoma about that coming church. On Sunday we read about that kanisa yija. Amina. Amina. Nagamba. He said. Nali muri domo yamutukuvu. I would have preached the Holy Ghost. And to make sure that every believer receives the Holy Ghost. And that's what I'm doing now. Amen. Amen. Everyone to be considered to be considered a believer to be considered you must receive the everybody then he said with the baptism of the Holy Spirit then gifts will be in operation the gifts of the Holy Spirit they will be in operation with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, no Rachel. gifts and callings without repentance. When you, we are born in this world, we are born with them. Amina. Amina. I was born a preacher. But I did not start preaching when I was in Satan. There was a time when God washed me, hired me, anointed me to preach. Amen. Amen. So, even a prophet was born that. Even a tongue speaker was born that. Even an interpreter of tongues was born that way. Even a sea of vision was born that way. Even a prophesier was born that way. You are born Amen. Amen. Gift that calling. They are without repentance. Amen. Amen. Now, the Holy Spirit is the one who 